welcome to Transpo, the travel inspiration podcast. Today we have Kathy Carries with us. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Heather. I'm excited to have you on today because you've traveled all over the world. And do you want to tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and your relationship with travel? Sure. Well, it's funny you think I've traveled all over the world because I feel like I haven't traveled as nearly as much as a lot of people. But I do feel like I've had a lot of opportunities to travel that people have brought to me, and I've always jumped on those opportunities. So um, I feel like my relationship to travel has been more just being open to it and just really wanting to travel and jumping on the opportunities that have been brought to me. Nice. And you have a travel story to tell us today? Sure. I have a few I could think of, but I think the one that first came to mind was the first time I ever left the country, I was probably about 23 or 24 years old. And I was living in San Francisco at the time. And somebody said to me, oh, there's a group of psychologists coming from France, and they need somebody to take them around the city and translate for them because their English isn't very good. Mm. And so I had enough French under my belt from high school and college that I said, sure, I'll take them around. Nice. And so it was probably about maybe 10 people. And it was like a few couples and a few single people. And I just took them all over. And they, they wanted to know about different things in San Francisco at the time. It was the 80s. So they wanted to know about all these new psychology things. And so we had a lot of fun. And five days later, they flew back to France. And all of a sudden, probably two months later, in the mail, I get a set of keys. And it was one of the women on the trip. She said, I'm going to India for six weeks. And here are the keys to my apartment in Paris. Whoa. And so I said, wow, that is crazy. And I never even talked to her because back then, I mean, there was no internet or anything. You just couldn't just talk to somebody overseas. So I just showed up at her apartment, I think a month (laughs) later. (laughs) So you hadn't even discussed with her while she was in San Francisco about taking care of her apartment or anything like that? Nothing, nothing, (laughs) not at all. She really trusted you. (laughs) She really did. And she was a bit of an eccentric person and very free-spirited. You know, the other people on the trip were very like serious PhD psychologists. <laughs> I think she was, you know, a secretary or something to somebody. She just had come along. And so really, yeah, she totally trusted me. And she had this flat in Paris. So it was so great. But then everybody else that I had taken around San Francisco suddenly showed up. And oh. it was August in Paris. So if you've ever been to Paris in August, you know that everybody leaves town. So I landed and immediately went to somebody's vacation home in a little town north of Paris, which was a very old town. And it was really cool, like the oldest church. And and I had just never been to Europe. So all of a sudden, everything was just so old there and so interesting. Yeah. So we did that. And I remember like waking up and getting my big, huge bowl of coffee and a croissant in their kitchen in the morning, you know, and I was like, this is amazing. It's so different. And then another weekend, I got invited to Mont Saint-Michel on the coast. That was so great. And then Mm -hmm. another family lived down south of France in the Loire Valley where all the chateaus were. So I got to stay with them. And I remember just 
walking into their house. So they had downsized. They were in a small, not really that small house, but for them small. And it had like Louis the Fourteenth furniture, like authentic old century old furniture in the Whoa. house and a cheese spread after dinner that was it looked like a cheese store on the table <laughs> you know and it was nice because I did speak the language some so it was a great first trip to take because I didn't feel totally isolated but it, it was an amazing trip it sounds like you had a huge community of people then too just because you knew all the folks that had come to San Francisco and they met up with you again exactly and I feel like I've been very lucky in my travels to always get to stay with locals on many of my trips, which I think totally changes your travel experience when you're actually staying with people who live there and who are part of that country versus just staying in a hotel and just seeing the sights. Yeah. It definitely enriches the experience a lot. Totally, totally. Would you say that you are trying to make friends with locals often or do you mostly travel to visit people that you already know in a place? Like how do you kind of get more of that authenticity into a trip if you're seeking that out? First of all, I've really never had the money to stay in a super expensive resort or hotel kind of place. But from what I've learned and knowing what I enjoy, I like to at least stay maybe in an Airbnb now or in a smaller place. Another place I visited was Cambodia because my youngest daughter was working there. So while she was working and she had her place, she was living there. I stayed in a little, I guess you'd call it like a bed and breakfast or like a boutique hotel in Siem Reap. Mm. So there I didn't speak the language, but it was so interesting because I just I got to meet the locals and then every day I would go off kind of by myself while she was still working and there was this one tuk-tuk driver who would show up and he liked to speak English. He was a young man and, and in Cambodia a lot of children have been raised in orphanages even though they're not necessarily orphans oh. just because of the economy there and like their parents couldn't afford to raise them so oh. so he'd grown up in a buddhist monastery so he'd been exposed to english and education and all after that every day he wanted to pick me up and take me around the town <laughs> and he just wanted to practice english on me and i wanted him to show me around so we we ended up having this great friendship while i was there so I really, really enjoyed hanging out with him and hearing the stories about his life. When you're in Siem Reap, which is, you know, the home of Angkor Wat and quite a popular travel destination, but so many people, all they do is stay in these big hotels and take tour buses around and they just don't ever really get to experience the culture there. So I think that's something I do differently is just I'm not afraid to stay in a place that is primarily local people. Yeah. And I prefer that. That's good advice. And I think the people is the important part. You can go to the grocery store or go to a cafe that's local and feel kind of like you're taking the steps that a local might be taking. But talking with someone who actually lives there and maybe has stories of what it's like to live there and grow up there is so different and is so much more insightful than just going to a cafe that a local person might go to. Right. And again, there I was just fortunate to have my daughter who had been there for several months and working with the people there. So I did have a lot of connections to meeting people who lived there. 
And it was also interesting meeting the whole expat community there because there were so many people from Australia and New Zealand and Pakistan and France. And it's so much more international. And I think that is something you definitely notice traveling is that other countries, like in Europe, people speak a lot of different languages and are much more aware of other cultures than, you know, America's a little bit isolated in that way sometimes. Yeah. So I I met a lot of people from all over. It's kind of like once you meet one or two people, maybe in that community, they introduce you to other people, and then you're just meeting the entire community of folks. So that's really awesome. Yes. So that was another great, great experience. That's so incredible. Do you feel like you get these opportunities just by happenstance, like you're just attracting them in the universe? Or do you feel like it's because of your friends or the connections you've made that kind of connect you with other people? Yeah, I guess thinking about it, I think it's because I do vibe to people who have traveled a lot. And I just find those people interesting. And I think as things have happened, like those people then have invited me to go places with them. So I've had opportunities, but I would say I'm definitely open to it. It's so funny because there's people who have traveled so much more than me, but then there are people who are my age. I mean, I'm 60, so there are people who are afraid to travel when they get older. Yeah. But, you know, I had an experience of like my mom and dad, once they turned 60, that's when they started traveling all over the world. Oh, really? Yeah, because my dad was kind of able to get away from work then. And so I just think that now I'm even more open to it because I have the time. I mean, I have four kids, so that definitely makes it a little bit more difficult to travel all over the world. <laughs> yeah, while you were raising them, it was hard, obviously, yes, hard to do yes. that. <laughs> yes, so there was, I think, uh, several decades span between that trip to Paris and Europe that I took, and then my next adventure, which was Cambodia of leaving the country. But my kids will tell you, I I threw them in the car at every opportunity and took them all over the place. So when I look back on it, I thought nothing of it. But they reminded me that we actually traveled a lot of road trips while they were young. Yeah. And I consider like nearby travel to be really important too. Because even if you're like, I have one day this weekend, and I'm just gonna explore the town next to mine, or jump in the car and go across the state. I mean, those kinds of travel can be just as meaningful and just as impactful to see the area that you live in or an area near where you live in. I think it's just having that sense of adventure and wanting to explore is the important part. Absolutely. And also, you learn so much more traveling and experiencing things than in a book. Like one time we went to Boston, and they just were bored, kind of, because I said, we're going to do this thing called the Freedom Trail, which I (laughs) thought was the coolest thing. You walk around Boston, and there's, you know, footprints on the sidewalk, and they take you to all these historical places. And boy, I never heard the end of it from them for weeks about, oh, the Freedom Trail, mom, oh. But now they just so appreciate it. They're like, that was so cool, you know? Yeah. And things like that. But when you're experiencing things, you don't even realize you're learning what you're learning. Yeah. So much more difficult to learn things through a book than actually experience them. And I I love that where you just get the history of a place. You don't just see the present time. You also get to see where that place has been and how it evolved. So I really like that about travel too. I agree with that. I've always had a hard time with history as a class or in a book. It's just never been a subject that really captures me. 
But when I travel, I really like history or I find myself reading about history more after I've been to a place just because I find it more fascinating and it can really resonate with me when I see it. Absolutely. But when I read about things without having been there or having any connection to a place, I have a hard time finding it super fascinating. Yes, absolutely. And it's definitely true that as a kid, you (laughs) don't appreciate things, especially travel as much as when you're an adult and you're like, wow, that was a really cool experience, even though, you know, I was young and couldn't appreciate it fully right and with my parents wanted to be with my friends you know yeah yeah I I always used to tell my kids that I break for national parks so if we were anywhere near a national park I would make them go (laughs) so (laughs) one time we were actually moving to Arizona from Chicago we're in the car and we passed the Petrified Forest National Park which you know it's not like a huge famous national park but we went in and they're just like oh it's just a bunch of rocks and they were so mad at me but then (laughs) afterwards you know now they're like that was so amazing like you really got to experience geology and like history by looking at that place yeah so sometimes it takes a while for them to appreciate it but (laughs) I think having those experiences when you're young is really important too I agree I also think I break for national park should be a bumper sticker. <laughs> yes. If it's not, you should definitely sell a bumper sticker. <laughs> yes. Like that. Maybe I'll whip, whip that one up this week. Yeah. Well, awesome. Thank you for sharing some of your amazing stories with us. I'm glad you find them amazing. <laughs> I think they are. Yes, exactly. No, I don't regret any of it. So I always wrap up by asking guests what their favorite thing is about travel. So what's your favorite thing about travel, Kathy? Let's see. I think my favorite thing about travel is how I feel when I get home. Mm. And I always feel like, well, it's something I notice when I get home. It's just like my mind has been expanded, my vision. I don't even know the word for it. I just feel more open and I feel like I see things differently than I did before I left. And that I think is just such a valuable experience because I think it just keeps us seeing things in a new way. And I think that's really important to just keep doing that in life. And I also think it just puts me in touch with parts of myself that maybe I haven't been so aware of. For instance, like when I went to Cambodia, I had some time while Tessa was working to look around and I've always been interested in textiles. Mm. And I was riding my bike and I saw a textile factory and these women were bringing back the old ways of weaving and making fabrics. And I just thought that was just so interesting. And I just didn't even realize like how much I loved fabric design. And it kind of, you know, brought that experience back to me. Yeah. And it helped me, you know, right now I'm working on designing a line of accessories and using some of these textiles from other countries that I've seen and using the artisans from other countries. So, I mean, it just... I think travel just opens you up to so many amazing things internally and externally. Yeah. I think that's an awesome answer. I've asked a lot of people what their favorite thing is about travel, and the moment of returning home hasn't been an answer yet. When you get home, you do feel like a different person after your mind's been opened up. And I think being in your place that you're used to being in every day And then having some time away from that and seeing something totally different, the moment of being back in that place shows you how much you've expanded. Yes. 
And then one other thing that I think is so important is I think you just do realize that basically all human beings are more alike than we're different. And Mm -hmm. I think that's such an important experience. I think so much of the media and just culture makes us feel like we're all so different. And it's amazing, like you just connect with people who don't even speak your language and you kind of connect with the same people you connect with at home, like the qualities you like in a person doesn't change because they speak a different language. So I just think that's a really important experience to have. Yeah, that's very true. That's an interesting point, too, that I find myself when I'm traveling, talking to or connecting most with people that maybe have similar personality traits to some of my best friends at home, just because our personalities mesh well. And those people can be, like you said, someone from any background in the world. But in the end of the day, we're humans that have certain personality traits that get along well. Yes. Exactly. Well, thank you for your awesome insight and for sharing your story today. Oh, thank you for having me. Hey, Globetrotters. Thanks for listening to Transpo, the travel inspiration podcast. If you loved this episode, be sure to share it with a friend. To support the pod and rock some swag while heading out on your next adventure, check out our new merch page at transpo.com slash merch. You can always get more of us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and transpo.com. Thanks for coming along for the journey. 